Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you 24-7 with supplies and solutions for every industry and access to product specialists ready to help. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to the Chicago Audible Podcast, changing up the way Bears fans stay up to date on their favorite team since 2015. Now get ready. Because it's time to bear down. What's going on, Bears fans? This is Nicholas Moriano here from the Chicago Audible. I will be your host for today's show, and let me tell you, I have a special podcast that you guys are going to enjoy. On Tuesday morning, I had the opportunity to talk to Utah cornerbacks coach Sharif Shaw about second-round draft pick Jalen Johnson. In my 25-minute phone call interview, you will hear the passion and authenticity that Shaw displays as he answers the variety of questions I had lined up for him. You will learn about Jalen Johnson's personality, where his motivation to be great comes from, and why he is always willing to take on an opposing team's number one wide receiver. Here is my exclusive interview with Utah cornerbacks coach Sharif Shaw. Coach, thank you for taking some time to talk to me today. I just have a couple of questions for you. Are you ready to get started? Yeah, let's go. Yes, sir. All right. My first question for you, what was your reaction when you heard that the Bears drafted Jalen? Man, I'm a football fan, and I'm born and raised in California, so that makes me a Raiders fan. And I grew up watching just football, man, whether it's college or the NFL. But if you're really a football fan, you can't help but love the the Bears. And I love so many of the folks that were on the Bears team. And I'm a defensive guy, so – I love Singletary, and if you go back further than that, I love Butkus. I, I just love the, the, the folks, the tradition, the history. I, I mean, I love the offensive people, Walter Payton, Gail Sayers. I mean, it was so many folks that I just I really enjoyed watching, you know, as a young man. So when I saw that he got drafted to the Bears, I, I, I instantly was fired up. I was so excited about just – opportunity for him to be embraced by uh you know some folks that really really a fan base that loves football and will love him you know will embrace him that was exciting it it fired me up you know a a long-standing franchise that's one of just the pillars 
of the NFL. I, I got excited about it. it. It made my heart happy. Sharif, you're getting me amped up just talking about the Bears tradition. <laughs> Were you surprised at all that Jalen did last to the 50th overall pick? Uh, no, not particularly. No, sir. I mean, I had – for me, he was a first-round draft pick just because I know him so well. But I could appreciate the reservations of other teams. You know, uh, the, the NFL is driven by a number of measurables and matrix. And so when he didn't run as fast as I know that he could have in the 40, I thought that that might have probably sh- uh, shied some teams away from him. Or they said, well, you know, he just had this surgery on his shoulder. I don't know about it which I thought was probably another bogus reason because he played every year and went through every season. So I, I just understood why there may have been some reservations. But going where he went was uh, an unbelievable blessing. But it was not surprising to me that he lasted to the second round. Coach, you just brought up the shoulder concerns that teams may have had and call it a bogus reason why Jalen's stock may have went down in the draft. Why is that? Do you think the shoulder will hold up in the NFL and that teams were perceiving the injury to be worse than when it was? Accurate. That, that's exactly right. And I say it based on evidence. One, the kid had the, the injury and played with it. We, it was identified late in fall camp, so this is August. He played the whole year, the whole year at an exceptionally high level, making tackles on that shoulder, defending receivers on that shoulder, snapping off blocks on that shoulder. So if that shoulder was something that was a legitimate concern, it would have stopped him from playing. He wouldn't have been as productive. He couldn't have gotten the PBUs, the interceptions that he would have been able to get. If the shoulder really would have been an issue, that's why I'm saying that I don't think it was something uh, as big of a deal as some made it out to be. What does Jalen playing on that hurt shoulder but still playing at a high level show to you as a coach. It's not easy being the one everyone counts on to keep the facility running, no matter the weather or supply chain hiccup. But we get you, Raymond in Buffalo and Maria in Miami, Jules in Minneapolis and Stan in central Indiana, taking control of everything that's under your control. At Granger, we're here for you with experienced branch staff at over 250 locations so you get the product you're looking for. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. It just shows me that I recruited the kid who really did and said everything that he he promised me certain things. He said, Coach, I'm, I'll be coachable. I'm tough. You can get after me. You, you can say whatever you need to me. Because uh, I told him during the recruiting process, if you're looking for a coach that's just going to you know, make you feel good about what you did, I'm probably not that guy. I will get after you in no uncertain terms. I will not change who I am. My demeanor will not vacillate. I'm the same guy every single day. So I need you to be the same player. And when you decide to be different, that's on you. It's not on me. So don't internalize it and don't get in your emotions. Let's man up and let's play. He did that from day one when he stepped on the field. It just shows me for him to be able to play through the injury, to make the plays, his mental toughness. That's the thing that no one knows more than me and seeing it every day how just he's tough man he's a tough minded kid very few things that will shake him it has to be his little baby girl or or his mother father i mean you you there are very few things that will make send him off kilter he's rock solid and just and it's evidence through his play you know it's seen every day through the way he practices i love him because he practiced hard I'm big on practice. I, I like kids to 
come out and show me what you're going to do in practice. Our program is a developmental program, and we need kids to show up every day. But we believe that you win games if you just practice as hard as you can go. And he set the tone, and, and I love it. These were just remnants and just small indications of his mental toughness. And that's what it shows me for his ability to make the plays and play through that level of pain. And, Coach, you did recruit Jalen coming out of high school. How did you hear about Jalen? What was that first meeting like? What did you like about him initially? And it was, uh, I mean, the kid was no secret. He was a highly recruited kid out of California. Uh, what I didn't know is the relationships and ties to him even before I started recruiting him. I had no idea that his father went to Fresno State and played with my older brother at Fresno State. I didn't know that he was related to uh, Johnny Johnson Jr., who was an outstanding defensive back at UCLA, who I recruited out of Central California in the same area, but ended up going to UCLA. So I knew his brother, had an idea about his father. Then I met him. And this kid was, in the very beginning, was just uh, a good kid. He had very mature um, characteristics, uh, very seasoned, almost uh, seasoned conversationalist. He enjoyed talking about a lot of different things. You know, in my my former life, I was a lawyer for about 13 years. And so I, I, I like to read. I enjoy having conversations that just don't, uh, you know, surround football all the time. I want to know about a lot of issues, be it world issues, issues that deal with humanity. I, I, I like to know kids' position and opinions. More, more important, I like to hear their reasoning. And so we talked about a lot, and that's something that he said to me. He said, you know, our conversations were really fun, and they were sometimes they made me think. They, uh, they challenged me on my own personal views. You know, I, I just hate when kids say, well, I, you know, this is my opinion, this is what I think. Well, tell me why you think that way. What's the reasons that led to that position? Because I like to hear, you know, how you came to a conclusion. And he was funny like that. But I understood very early on in, our, in, in my recruitment of him that he was cerebral, that he enjoyed being pushed intellectually, that he had a very high football IQ, that he was looking to develop, and he wanted somebody to develop him. And he said it to me, and I, I didn't believe it. He said, Coach, it's not always about the name of the school. I mean, he was being heavily recruited by Oklahoma, USC, uh, was going to go to SC, just given the ties to you know Central California, uh, Southern California. Uh, so when you get a kid that really is not afraid to say, no, this I'm going to go to the best place for me and go to the best program and defense where I feel like I could flourish, my skills can really develop. You know, th- that's what I'm going to do. And so our recruitment began like that, just you know, understanding who he was, his, his ties to his family, how much of a man, that, uh, how much faith he had in God. And we had wonderful conversations about religion. He was, a, he was a very good kid to recruit because he always kept me thinking, and he says I did the same thing for him. So it was a beautiful relationship from the very beginning. It's evident, Coach, that you and Jalen have developed a strong relationship over the years. Moving over to the football side of things, how did you guys use Jalen in your defense? Was he someone that went up against an opposing team's number one wide receiver? And if so, how did he react when you or defensive coordinator Morgan Scaley 
told him he would be going up against a Brandon Ayuk, Michael Pittman, LaVisca Chenault, all guys that were just drafted. Yeah, that's exactly how we used him uh, against the very best receiver. You know, and it made no difference where that receiver, where that receiver was. You know, it's, there are different techniques when you're playing an outside corner. Uh, the ability to use the sideline, how the expectation of certain balls that may be coming your way, whether it's a comeback, back shoulder, fade, how you can, you know, really position a receiver to make it hard to for them to preserve real estate, to catch the ball. But when we put him on the inside, and he learned early on in his career, which is why one of the reasons why I love him, he's like, Coach, let me see what the nickel does. I want to know what the safeties do. How do they defend the inside routes? And so he would be, I would give him reps in practice, and then I'd let him see it in game because we would have to, depending on the call or coverage, he would have to come over from an outside position now defend a receiver who's matched up in the slot. Defending a receiver who is very fast, tall, or quick in the slot is extraordinarily hard because of the amount of real estate they have at their disposal. So you need to be an exceptionally good technician, very confident in your technique, knowing how to deploy certain tools in your arsenal, depending on what the route is developing or what the route is doing in a moment's notice. And so he was able to do that. We put him on the best receiver. Wherever that receiver went, he followed him, defended them in an outstanding manner. And he loved it. He never backed down. He was he said it early on, coach, put me on their dude. He, this is going into his junior year. I want to be on their dude every game, coach. When I said playing, big dog, he said, great. And he was a student from the game. He learned how to watch film. We taught him how to watch film. And he was a film junkie. He would come to me, all right, coach, I got a, feel, I got a flavor for what I'm anticipating in this down and distance based on the location of the field, what the formation looks like, if they motion in and out of it. He just got really smart, man. He got smart, and he made so many good plays as his, because his ability to deduce what was happening, you know, increased rapidly. So, yeah, he never shied away from playing the best dude, ever. Coach, where does that mentality come from, that Jalen wants to go against their best receiver, wants to go against their best player? Where does that originate? I mean, I did not give that to him. I only, you know, stoked it. It was something that we looked for in recruiting process. Coach Whittingham says it all the time. Find kids who want to play at the highest level. Whether they are ever, ever blessed to get there, that's between them and God. But we want the desire. I want a kid that wants to be able to say, I want to play in the best competition, in one of the best college conferences, and I want to have a desire to play in the league. Well, that kid can be pushed. That kid's furnace can be stoked. You can get more out of that kid, and he won't shy away. That was Jalen before he came to me. I just stoked the fire. I wanted it to be a blazing bonfire, not a small little campfire. Every day I just fed him and fed him more and fed him more, like I do with every single baby that comes in my room. I want to just feed you. Some of them allow that fire to just blaze. Others, it's a slow burn until maybe it erupts like a volcano year three or four but you keep stoking it so that was something that he was blessed with i believe it came from his older brother both he and champ uh, his brother's nickname is champ they are so close champ pushed him harder than anybody champ pushed him over and over and over and he never wanted to live in his brother's shadow he wanted to be his own man didn't want to live in his daddy's shadow wanted to develop his own path so he worked he worked when nobody was looking. He did things that people recommended when no one else would do them. You know, that was 
his that was just a quality that innately he was blessed with. I identified it and just pushed on it. You kindling that fire over the years really brought out the best in Jalen, and he wants to go up against the best. He did an interview with NFL Total Access not too long ago, and he was asked what wide receiver he was looking forward to guarding the most, and he said Green Bay's Devontae Adams. He picked one of the best receivers in the game. What does that say about Jalen? It just tells you, I think it's an additional indicator that he is not going to shy away from competition. Does a robot know you like a neighbor? Insurance Corporation will fulfill requests to cover anyone, anything, anytime, anywhere, with most standard algorithm in the order it was received. Please hold. Robots don't know you. We do. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting the insurance coverage you need always starts with a conversation. Find a Farm Bureau agent at fbfs.com slash protect. It's your future. Let's protect it. Regardless of the person, the level, or the moment, he will shine the brightest when the moment is the biggest. And he did it over and over and over again. And, I mean, he identified Adams because that's just one of the top receivers in the game. You know, that that's who he is. And I want to play. He always said, Coach, I'm not picking out on anybody. I just want to defend the very best folks. He's one of the very best. He loves his game. His his route running is outstanding. His catch rate is his ability to make contested catches. You know, he's one of the best receivers in the game. And if you're going to be one of the best DBs, well, then congratulations, baby. Merry Christmas. Here's your gift. Now open it up, defend it, play it every single day, and, and let's go. Because that's what he'll have to do. And I, I expected him to say things like that because that's just who he is. Absolutely. And with this Bears defense, Jalen is expected to be the only rookie starting on this unit that has dominated over the years. How do you think Jalen will handle being the only rookie, being alongside Kyle Fuller, Eddie Jackson, and a bunch of veterans? How do you think he handles all that? He'll love it. He'll love it. He'll embrace it. He will not come to practice unprepared. He will be ready for every installation, every walkthrough. He was always a consummate professional, even when he was in college. He understood how to turn the light switch on and off. Okay, it's now jack-around time. They want to play because he's an 18-year-old. But when I said, hey, let's dial in, Sam, done. Yes, coach. And he gave the best example of, okay, let's switch it off now. I'm going to turn into businessman. I need to be a professional. I have to now dial in to what I'm doing. And so what the uh, folks on that defense will appreciate is that he is, one, always prepared. He's an exceptionally quick study. If there's somebody to teach him, to explain it to him in a way that his mind can grasp it, and I say his mind because he is multi-layered deep. He wants to know the why behind the why behind the two other whys. You know, so you just can't tell him something, oh, this is what you do because that's what what we've always done it. Well, is, it, is that the best way to do it? I mean, I just don't think cause that's well. That's what I've always challenged him. That's what we do as a defensive unit at our school. Our defensive coordinator says, well, I, I don't care about what we've always done. Is this the absolute best way to do it? And maybe what we've always done is now not in vogue anymore. Maybe it's become antiquated because the offenses have changed or things are different. So we need to make certain that we're always looking at what's the best way to do things. That, that's an edict laid down by the head coach. What's the best way to do things? Is this the best way, the most efficient, productive way to do things? And so you will have to be able to explain to Jalen what's the why behind the why 
because he's looking for it. He wants to know how his job is interconnected with the safeties and the backers on a particular coverage. Will I have a DN maybe dropping underneath me one time? Oh, good. So I can probably uh, clue him in if there's a formation that I'm anticipating, his help on an underneath coverage. You know, he's going to be ready to go. I'm just telling you that. It sounds like Jalen's going to fit in perfectly with this Bears defense. Coach, is there a play that stands out in his career at Utah? Yeah, the play against Isaiah Hodgins at Oregon State. Um, we're playing those guys. He gets hit with, he gets hit with a double move. We're in cover three. And so he, his ability – I love this play so much because it encompasses so many attributes of his game. He's playing off coverage. He's the right corner. It's a control down. He's playing off coverage. He's able to get his read on the slot receiver who does a bubble concept. The number one receiver, who is Isaiah Hodgkins, very good receiver out of Oregon State, does a slant and then go. Jalen is taught if two eliminates himself by his route, then I can heavy up in my cover three concept and almost play like in a soft man coverage, which he does. He drives hard on the slant within a millisecond. Bam, he puts his foot in the ground because Isaiah got him, made him bite. Good, a really good route by both Isaiah and the quarterback, Luton. Right? Bam, they throw a hard pump fake Jalen Bites. He head whips almost like he's dancing with Isaiah. And I tell my kids, I said, you have to be able to dance with these receivers. You gotta be able to go, you gotta see it. your 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 focus and attention and body movement is so sweet. Sometimes it's so symbiotic that he moves, you move, and sometimes you move right when he moves and even a millisecond before. And it was that was what showed up. So Isaiah hits him on the slant, boom, hits him on the goal. He head whips. Isaiah has a half a yard on him. Jalen's now back. It's two the quarterback. He's running. Ball's in the air. It's a 45-yard bomb. Ball's in the air. Isaiah goes up, who's about 6'4". Jalen being exactly almost six feet, goes right through his hands, never panics, right through his hands, breaks up the ball. Because on an average cornerback, that's a completion for 50 yards. He breaks it up without – any panic. So in that play, I saw my guy who I call drill master because he has a million drills. He loves drills. He loves footwork, loves getting better. I saw him go from playing zone to a man concept, to head whipping, closing, showing his acceleration, playing a bigger receiver, getting the ball out where it would have otherwise been a major completion, and then just celebrating with his teammates and lining up for the next down. Uh, that play is um, in just such an example of who he developed to be. I'll definitely make sure to go back and watch that play specifically. And Sharif, you've been coaching for a long time. You're now going into your ninth season as a cornerbacks coach at Utah. Is Jalen the best cornerback you've ever coached? Yes, sir. To date, I don't have anybody that's better. Not, not to date. I've had great kids and kids that have been drafted and other ball players, But as a cornerback, I have kids, I've had ball players that come from receiver, and I've converted them to a corner. Safeties that have been converted to corner. He came to me as a cornerback. He got better as a cornerback. He was drafted as a cornerback. So as, as a cornerback, yeah, I have not coached anybody better yet. They're going to have to go to the first round. They'll have to be a corner coming in, and they have to demonstrate a set of attributes and skills that uh, that he didn't possess, and he damn near possessed all, damn near all of them. So, yes, hands down. Coach, how has Jalen grown over the years since he got to Utah in 2017? Man, you know, he's become a kid.
kid with such better patience. You know, he had he has very high expectations of himself, and as a freshman, it almost crippled him um, at times because he was not used to failing. He wasn't used to getting balls, you know, thrown over the top of him, and it was. Um, and sometimes it, it, it caused him to really stop growing because he's so pissed and so angry at the completion. He's like, Coach, I'm going to shut everybody down. Well, that's great, and I want you to. And if it doesn't happen, are you still going to be okay? Yes, sir. Well, in the beginning, he wasn't. It took him time. That's what I love to see. I, I love to see that he really developed a level of patience. He understood that it wasn't just one race, but it was a marathon of plays. His overall productivity given one year or over the set of years, he became a better teammate. You know, he, he understood that he was innately a leader, and so he led by example. Didn't wasn't a big rah-rah guy ever, but he led by example. And then he became more vocal when we needed him to. You know, we play in different conditions in Utah. It's 100 degrees in the summer and sometimes 7 degrees in the winter. So it won't shock him to go play in, in Chicago when it can get very cold. He will show up. He will play. Nothing will bother him. You know, I just love that he developed as a man. He was much better teammate. He became a better leader. And his play improved. You know, he just... I appreciate him for so many things. I love him. I really do. One of my, one of my most uh, special players. Get uh, had the blessing of recruiting and coaching and watching him to just flourish like that was been amazing. Coach, I just have a couple more questions for you. Are there any memories that stand out above the rest that you will always embrace as time goes on? <laughs> Man. Um... I don't know. We've had we had a lot of we've had a lot of good times, man, off the field. We enjoyed each other, and I, I enjoyed him. I, I think that one memory I've, I always loved is during the football season. Uh, it became a tradition of his that on midweek, and the kind of right when we getting over the hump, he would come to my office and he would bring me uh, some spicy uh, chicken fried rice because he know I like things spicy. And we sit there and we laugh and we eat. And he would, you know, he was so he would buy it every time. He would he would do this. And I said, son, you have to do that. He's like, man, nah, coach, I'm, I'm, you know, I know you're hungry and you're probably not gonna get out. And so he would buy me lunch one day a week, sit in my office, and let he goes, let's talk about the game plan. You know, how you guys still feeling good about it, coach? Because he knows that certain things will be revamped and we would trash other concepts. We didn't like this call, didn't like the way it looked on film. And then we talk about him, talk about his great girlfriend. Just those moments, that moment throughout the season, every season, when he, when, and he did that by his own accord. We just sit there and be like, man, I know you're hungry and I know you're working hard. Let me take care of you. It was such a, it, it's, an, it, it's really representative of how sweet he is. And I said this to him, I said, people don't know how kind and how loving your heart really is. You know, he puts on a real tough grimace because you have to be, you know, but his heart is one of the sweetest. He's one of the kindest people that you'll ever meet. He loves everything, he loves children. He loves, appreciates animals. He's just a really sweet person. And for him to buy me lunch on days that I probably wouldn't have otherwise ate, I'd add a little protein shake. It's special to me because it just shows me how much he loved me. My daddy always said, if you love somebody, tell them, but more importantly, show them. And his 
consistency of showing me every Wednesday with a nice little final spicy chicken fried rice is one that I'll always cherish. Coach, here's the toughest question. Where did Jalen get the chicken fried rice from? Uh, he got it. What did they call it? Not Charlie. Uh, not a place called Charlie Childs. It was um right right under campus. Uh, that place been there for years. I went to Utah and it was there when I was there. And I've you know I've been out of school for almost close to thirty years. And so I, I cannot remember the name of the location, but he got it for me. And he got it every Wednesday, and I laughed, and we just ate it and ate it. I can't remember the name of it. But I just told him to make sure it's spicy and make it, and he couldn't be spicy enough. And don't play with me, you know. Don't be stingy on my damn spices. You know, heat it up, and he would. <laughs> That's awesome. Hopefully, you can find the name of that place soon, so you can get some more chicken fried rice. Before I let you go, Sharif, do you have any final comments or feel that I missed anything that Bears fans need to know about Jalen? No, sir. No, you've been very good, very thorough in your questions. No, sir. That's everything. And that concluded my interview with Sharif Shaw. If that didn't amp you up about Jalen Johnson, I don't know what will. As I was listening to Sharif just enthusiastically talk about Jalen during our interview, I felt like I needed to go to the gym to lift something, even though I already lifted in the morning. He just has that passion about him and thinks of him in the highest regard, and he knows that he's ready for the challenge to be that rookie starter on the Bears defense and take on the opposing team's number one wide receiver if he is asked to do so. And it was just great getting some insight from somebody like Sharif who has just come to know Jalen Johnson over the years. But I hope you guys enjoyed that. Of course, make sure you're following the Chicago Audible on all of our social media platforms so you don't miss the next content that we have coming out soon. I should have a couple more projects coming out on some of the other coaches for the other draft picks. But until then... Bear down, Chicago. Bear down.